Welcome back to the Tyranny EdTech Podcast, Episode 7. On today's episode, we're going to focus on virtual reality and augmented reality. Joining me once again is Ryan Siemens, Director of New Product Development. Ryan, welcome back. Thanks for having me again, Derek. You're very welcome, and it's it's good to see we've gotten some great feedback on episodes so far, and hopefully this is a, a good resource for people that have tuned in. And so I'll, I'll start it off with a shameless plug to just subscribe, you know, rate, review if you can, help other people find it if you find it useful. So, and we hope to keep bringing in um, more knowledge and adding more value as time goes on. So, okay, virtual reality, augmented reality, Ryan. Let's start off before we talk about maybe what some different offerings that we find very useful that customers have have had very positive reactions to things that are working from them let's back up a minute and talk a little bit about google expeditions now this i guess it's fair to say was kind of the incumbent in the market google two two and a half years ago made a big push into this area but that since changed so can you talk a little bit first ryan about what's what's going on with google expeditions what the timeline is um just general updates please yeah, and I think, Derek, time flies. I think Google Expeditions actually, I think it, you know, three, four years ago is is when it kind of first came out and then organizations um, would, would invest, school organizations. What we noticed kind of in general is that it was an a elementary uh, investment for right. most schools. You know, obviously middle school, high school did as well, but most of the... The investment in those Google Expedition kits was in the elementary space. Now the reality is, is over the last you know half a year, maybe a little bit more, Google has been sharing announcements to the to the market, to the schools um, through email, through blog posts. I know some of our listeners don't always get all those communications, so just a reminder that at the end of June, uh, Google Expeditions and Google Poly. Um, will be sunset. So basically what that means is they'll no longer be functional as we know them. Um, what Google is doing is they are taking uh, some of their expeditions and migrating those over to what's called the Google Arts and Culture app. Um, so you will be able to still have access to some of those expeditions, but from an instructional perspective, I just wanna share what that looks like. So there's no longer a teacher guiding the experience. It is a student self-service experience in that Google Arts and Culture application. Um, you need to manage those devices, whether that's manually or through uh, an MDM, um, where you select the expeditions and download those to the device. So it's not as, um, I would say, education uh, centric or focused it's not mm -hmm. as easy for schools to manage and, and allow teachers to kind of guide those learning um, opportunities but at the end of the day you still have access to those expeditions okay. it's just you'll have to get to them in a little different way right okay now they're of course beyond expeditions there over the past few years have been more and more and more other third parties entering into this space. And so um, let's talk about those a little bit. I think maybe to start, if I'm being candid, you know, we see, and you in particular, Ryan, being director of new product sales, um, see a lot of different offerings, a lot of vendors, manufacturers come to us with um, things they want to launch and different AR, VR. And 
to be honest, a lot of it's really not ready for prime time, rather, whether it's because they don't allow management or it's just not ready to be scalable. Um, you know, I think in order to be honest, I think it's, it's you know, we should acknowledge that. Um, but rather than focus on those, just know that there's a lot of that going on. There are some that are that are ready for prime time that have been scaled up that are being used in classrooms successfully. So maybe if we could just go through a couple of those and just point out maybe some of the, you know, where where things might fit, what the best use case is for each of these, um, that might be helpful. So let's start off with uh, class VR. So one word class VR uh, is is a is a successful entry into this market. And Ryan, do you want to just give an overview? overview of of who is class VR what their approach is and maybe where they where they best fit currently yeah so we've been working with class VR for about the last three years and and we did see um, a large kind of swinger migration uh, towards class VR especially in that elementary middle school space um, obviously there's some high school application too depending on the content that is needed but Essentially, high-level class VR is an all-in-one mobile uh, virtual reality solution. So you have that hardware. There's a remote um, available uh, for easy navigation, those types of things uh, to control the experience. Uh, there is what is different than uh, most, if not all, the other solutions that we've seen in the education space is the ability for the teacher to manage the experience and what i mean by that is it's not only the ability for the teacher to deploy specific you know content and curriculum to students on demand when they need it but it's also the ability to um, see what the students are are doing in real time the ability to uh, lock the devices and then make them uh, playable again so it's it's content management it's device management it's all within a browser-based portal that has been the, the, the largest reason um, education institutions have, have been excited um, in investing in class VR. Also, class VR, if we're kind of comparing it a little bit to expeditions and where it, it, it goes beyond and excels is the content type. So with class VR, you're looking at not just 360 degree virtual reality images, but you have videos, you have simulations, um, you have now they've come out with scenes so that is basically the ability for you to navigate into a, a three-dimensional um, environment whether that's into a cell or um, you know in a desert or on the moon or mars you can actually navigate your your way through and and uh, through those different scenes and experiences they've also just announced recently two other uh, experiences as well that leverage different types of content. So one is Vroom, that's V-R-O-O-M. That is basically an opportunity for students and teachers to, from any device, not just class VR headsets, but any device from anywhere in the world, connect in a, uh, a setting where they can talk, teach, and learn um, with and from each other. Uh, as avatars, and then also the Advantis world, which is being developed and further developed now. Uh, basically, it's a virtual reality theme park where the students have the ability to go um, into the different parts of the theme park and learn, um, you know, based on the content areas that are in those different parts of the theme park. So 
And that can be guided as well from the teacher. So a lot of different types of content and ways that teachers can guide and, and manage the student experiences. Excellent. And, you know, all of these are, are you know, the, the experience is really cool with a lot of these um, different providers. And so I think that just needs to be under you know underscored here and and some of the the new worlds that you're talking about experiences are really cool i mean we're just sort of scratching the surface at the possibilities that vr and ar allow students and it's it's um you know really you have to try try it and experience it yourself to in many cases in order to see the the full vision but we'll do the best we can on a podcast like this as as usual we'll provide links in the description to everything we're talking about here if, if people want to take a little deeper dive or do more exploring um on their own to to see you know more about specs and hardware and things like that so awesome well class vr very good um offering uh what about byte speed ryan so this is another um offering that's that's um gone very well um maybe it fits in a little different area some different different um areas that they excel at can you just talk a little bit about you know what the byte speed offering is where it's best suited etc yeah so we partnered with byte speed obviously they they provide the computer hardware with these solutions um when we're talking about our byte speed vr bundles i'm really talking about how we have bundled the hdc vives or the the oculus rifts and those types of higher end higher level um virtual reality hardware solutions with byte speed with these solutions we generally see uh, the most interest in high school and actually higher ed environments a little bit in middle school as well uh, but the reason being is there's the older the kids get the less uh, management and guidance that they need and the more flexibility they need um, as far as creation and the types of applications and content that they need to uh, access uh, for their learning. So uh, what's different between our Bytespeed VR solutions, again, leveraging different HTC or Oculus um, headsets is it really is a, st a student led experience. Students guide their own ways through the the uh, the content and the applications that is very different uh, for the most part from like Google Expeditions. Uh, Class VR, of course, you can do both with one click of a button, student guided or teacher guided up to you. Um, with these Bytespeed VR bundles as well, the applications um, come from what's called, most of them come from what's called the Steam Store. Um, now that is not science, technology, engineering, and math. It's, it's just the name of the store where you can access uh, the applications that integrate uh, with those those bundles and kits. So you do find some free applications, but of course, you know, if you want something that's uh, more strategic and, and, you know, content curriculum that's scaffolded off of each other, there are paid options uh, for that as well. But those kits are really about, you know, for example, in a science environment, I can, with the remotes, I can, uh, you know, dissect something or, if it's in biology, I can go ahead and 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 learn about the human anatomy. Or if it's uh, maybe I want to get deeper into into Google Maps, then you can with a traditional device and actually walk the streets and interact with the the content within Google Maps. You can do those more interactive, higher level experiences with something like a uh, an Oculus Rift S uh, with a, a byte speed computer. 
Excellent. Um, also really exciting and, and cool, you know, experience with, with Bytespeed's hardware as well and their, their everything, all the interactive tools that you've mentioned. Let's, let's close with talking about augmented reality. And we have a, a multi-year partner we've, we're very familiar with that's been really a leader in this space. I, I think with, again, just want to say a lot of a lot of virtual reality and augmented reality providers are are just kind of fun and very surface level and it's cool to have that experience but really getting deeper into real learning real use case real life um, applications is kind of what separates some of these providers from others um, and i know on the augmented reality side z space one of again multi-year partner is really really uh deep in some of the apps that they are are um, using with their system so ryan if you can talk about how the augmented reality in the case of ZSpace works exactly. So it's not a headset, it's a different way of, of interacting. And then maybe talk about um, anything else, you know, just I can highlight some of the apps if we need to, because there's, it's really broad, but um, what do people need to know about ZSpace? Yeah, so ZSpace is an augmented reality solution. So augmented reality means when you're looking through their glass, essentially it's like wearing glasses, right? It's not a full headset that's immersive. Augmented reality means that you can see and interact with content. You can control it with your hands, um, with a stylus, etc. But you still see the world around you. Where virtual reality is, you're fully immersed, right? You're in that headset. You can't see anything else than what's in that headset. So ZSpace is a little bit different that way. One area that ZSpace excels is really their 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 content and their curriculum focus with that content. So. You can have it can be a, a course supplemental experience or it can it can replace they have content that can replace course content that you already have as well um so yeah it's it's a computer that runs those applications you have the glasses that you put on those glasses allow you to basically pull um, content off of the screen towards you and interact with it so one example is um, a heart, being able to to basically take apart a heart, understand the the different features and functions of of the heart, and you know parts and heart parts of the heart. Uh, but what's really cool is when you're interacting with that heart, if the heart is is put together correctly, it'll actually beat, and the stylus that you have will will you'll feel that heartbeat in the stylus. So um, it is a again an augmented reality solution with great content. Derek, you mentioned applications. There are many different applications and they uh, they go beyond, you know, a lot of people think about the sciences and, and there's a lot of great science based content, but they also have a lot of trade content as well. So trade uh, schools or, or classes that focus on the different trades, welding, those types of things. Automotive, et cetera. I yep, automotive. Popular yep. one. Yep. Yep. So that that's high level um, Z space, a little bit different than the others. Um, serves a different purpose, but provides, you know, very good content that that you're able to to leverage in your classroom environment. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining again, Ryan. That's a little bit of a rundown of where we're at currently with uh, VR and AR applications for schools. Hopefully people are able to to take away some some you know a couple good nuggets there and again more information uh, linked in the description if you if you want to take a deeper dive so ryan uh, thank you again for joining and for those listening we look forward to talking with you again soon